The morning's almost over, but not before a second cup of the morning blend. Here's David and Brenda. So you had several opportunities to hear this weekend's gospel. You could have listened to Dina Marie's show. And I uh, did. Faith Moments. You could also listen to Sunday Commentary with and Kevin and Carla. And then... <laughs> Uh, most definitely you should have been paying attention in mass uh, over the weekend mm. to hear the gospel <laughs> reading, right? And then by that time, if you'd have listened to all of those, you'd have been ready when the gospel reading came along. You went, oh, I've heard this before and know the answer. The man asked Jesus, how many times should I forgive? Seven times? And Jesus said, 77 times. 77 times. Which you know, there are other uh, other gospels that say 70 times seven. Exactly. So, but this one was 77, 77 times. times. Right. Now, on cleaning day in our house, I have to ask for forgiveness 77 times. I go into the house and I get everybody upset when I'm ready to clean things up. And I expect everybody to be at my level. So I'm having to apologize a lot. So you're a mean cleaner. I, I could be. Sometimes I am. <laughs> Don't clean and, angry. Uh, and I'm kind of loud too, because I won't necessarily say anything, but if I'm putting things away, you might hear cabinets slam maybe Ooh. a little loudly. Mm. That's louder than if you were yelling and screaming. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need to apologize sometimes. Uh-huh. I shouldn't have that. I should just ask everybody. This is going to be the day. Here's your assigned duties, please. Before the end of the day, get it done. And they always do. But I want, if I'm cleaning, I don't want to see other people lounging. That's my, that's my difficulty. So I have to ask for forgiveness though. And so fortunately for us, we've got Alatea and they have some tips. It's not easy. One, it's not easy to ask for forgiveness and to say, I'm sorry, but for the person injured, (laughs) if I'm ever crossed, boy, I, I even have a harder time forgiving others when I feel like I've been crossed. And, and I think Jesus understands how difficult that is for us, Yes, you know, and that's, and that's why he, he says something that's so, so dramatic to them because seven was a very holy number for, mm. for Jews. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's a verb actually. I, I've, I've heard in Hebrew, it's like, it's, it's almost a, a, a verb. I seven you. So when he said seven, 77 or seven times seven, it was a very holy thing about the forgiveness and the number associated with it. So it was, it, there was an added element to it by using that number. Okay. So I'm going to go right to the experts at Alatea. They've got nine tips for how do they tips for learning to forgive others and yourself because uh, there's two parts in that for sure so they say first forgive yourself when when you've done something wrong it's neither simple nor easy but love thyself is a commandment and there can be no love without forgiveness so you have to recognize that i've fallen short and you gotta you know uh, i forgive yourself It's the first step in recognizing that. Secondly, this is interesting one. They say, don't confuse forgiveness and forgetfulness. Oh, here's the thing. So the process of forgiveness does not consist in denying our pain and keeping it buried deep inside us. On the contrary, the path of forgiveness is the path of truth of openness. To forgive, we must begin by realizing that we have been hurt and even identifying what this pain is. So forgiving that whole forgive and forget, no. 
you've got to remember what it is. Because if you don't speak what it is that you've been hurt by, then then it's not a real type of forgiveness of letting things go. You're just stuffed it. But in the psalm yesterday, we heard that Jesus puts distance between our transgressions that is as far as the east is from the west. So okay, that he forgets it. He forgets it. He forgets it, but he's gone. Thank goodness for that. (laughs) Thank goodness for God. Uh, This one's important too. Don't exploit forgiveness. Now here's what they say about that. Sometimes forgiveness can be used to oppress the other, to manipulate them, to have them forever in our debt. They say, not only are you guilty of hurting me, but you also owe me for the gratitude of being good and forgiving you for that indiscretion. I've experienced that. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So then, of course, now we step into make sure your intentions are pure when you are asking and and offering forgiveness. You you can't just, you know, just say the words and move on. You have to recognize what you've done. You have to ask for forgiveness in the same light when somebody comes to you. Be genuine in your forgiveness. I've been able to do that. You can even pray for that to to leave to be uh, not held by that bad feeling after you've forgiven. Oh, somebody. I think you should. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Say, I'm going to forgive you, and I'm going to pray that I I let go of this hurt that it's it's caused us. So that way you can get back to that true true relationship again. Uh, and then don't distrust forgiveness. Don't distrust it. What's dangerous is not the forgiveness, but not forgiving. So let's distrust the mere appearance because nothing resembles forgiveness more than its opposite. As for spontaneity that this process represents, let us say that forgiveness can manifest itself in thousand and one ways than words. Mm, so don't, for sure. don't distrust it. Okay, so now, Next thing, and teaching our kids this is really important. Forgiveness takes time. It's not just an instant thing, right? And I've even said this, like, especially my husband and I, we've had an argument or he's done something and he, you know, and I'm just like, oh, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, I'm not in a position to hear this, that you're sorry. I'm upset, right? So it takes time sometimes. And they say this process of forgiveness, uh, parents must find the best way to guide their children on this path without rushing them or becoming discouraged. Some of us have harder time to turn a page. We must respect their pace. And the point is not that they forgive easily, but that they forgive truly. Mm. Okay. So you've seen this before and it's important that when children are real little and they've done something wrong, you tell them you have to say you're sorry. They, they don't want to, they don't want to. You can't necessarily wait for a child to get in the mood to say they're sorry. (laughs) As a parent, I've done this many times. No, we're not doing this until you say you're sorry. Okay, so they do have to learn to humiliate themselves by saying they're sorry. And then as they get older, they get, well, obviously better practice at it because as we grow up, we have to say we're sorry a lot. But you get better at it and you get faster to that kind of center point of, of understanding what forgiveness is. 
These are good tips, but I think that one at the top is is definitely the key. Is it? Yeah, forgive yourself first and foremost. All right. That's a tough one, too. <laughs> it is a tough one. And they have a lot of explanation. In fact, today on the podcast of our second cup, I'm going to link Alatea's article on this. It's really informative. And they go through each one of these steps of forgiving yourself and forgiving others. Well, as you were cleaning up the control room, I I, I, I forgive you, Brenda. Okay. So I was slamming <laughs> things around here this morning. I hope you enjoyed today's second cup.